This is Wandering Wanders, two ordinary guys wondering about extraordinary things. some on the spot goods but uh yeah you're more of a little thinky thinky kind of guy yeah i I gotta take a second to kind of formulate that's true that's true so i I end up kind of like circling around it and then we we kind of eventually get the full picture like the train and the polar express that goes up the mountains yeah yes see i only know that because anthony r brewster's that's his favorite scene of the polar express that fits everything I know about him. Yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. All righty. And we're back, folks. Uh, Wondering Wanders. Welcome back. It's good to be back with all of you here physically with us today. Um, Via podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. So uh, I figure we're going to start as we usually do with a question. Nice, I'm gonna nice. Give it to you. It's a deep, it's a serious one. All right, last week, one. well, not last week, last time I led, it was about your color. This one, I feel Which like it took me a long time to get. It actually, did, it did, but you had a good answer. Deep purple, I think is what you said. Light purple, maybe. I think it was light. I think it was light purple. You could be we either. We could go back. You could know, be either purple. Technology. Uh, <laughs> technology. Um, what, right now, at this very moment, not in the past, are you most attracted to about the priesthood? Or, yeah, yeah, about, I guess about the priesthood is the right word. Yeah, uh, it changes a lot. It does. As you said. Um, yeah, over the, past, over the past week, it's been the radical availability that a priest is mm. uh, called to with his parishioners. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think there's a an incredible gift of being able to like be so free with one's time and in terms of like loving people. Cause like ultimately time is time is love, right? Like the time that I spend with people is, or the way that I spend my time is indicative of how much I love. Okay. There we go. That, that I feel sense? like to say time is love is a little bit loose. In it the is. Definition. It's, I'm, we're playing fast and loose. Here. <laughs> we're playing fast and loose. Um, oh, gosh. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, but you're right. I think the way you spend your time shows what you love uh, and how you love. Yeah. Really. So over oh. the last, over the last week, I've really been thinking about the, the priest and how I want to spend my time in the future. Um, yeah, how I'll spend that time. How will I love people? Yeah. Um, how is the priest able to do that in a particular way? Yeah, you know, I have this stuff. kind of dream of having a sweet porch right next to like kind of a main street on a rectory with a rocking chair. It, if there's a rock, if there's not a rocking chair, I'm going to put one there. So as, yes, as um, but uh, just sitting out and just like being in clerics. And super available to the people. And just like people are walking by and getting to the point where hopefully, you know, the same people walk by on different nights and it's like, oh, hey, Father. Hey, you're like, hey, well, well, let me bless you real quick. There you go. Um, And so, like, that's definitely a dream of just like that. But that's how I would right now, you know, how I see the ideal of 
me as a priest spending my evenings, like mm. being just seen by the people, interacting with the people, and just being there just for a them. Consistent Not presence. like, oh, yeah. I'm just going to do whatever I want and do my paint by number and listen to my book, which I will definitely do. But uh, just, yeah, I, I could just, I have this image in my head of like twilight. Not maybe twilight, sun going down, golden hour, sitting there rocking, just being there to love the people. So I like that answer. That's very good. Do you have a, an answer to your own I, question? You know, I do, I think. <clears throat> so I feel like what's, and, and like you said, it changes very often. Um, lately, I've been thinking just, there's been so many awesome things that I've learned in seminary, especially things that help me to draw deeper into the mystery of Christ's love in the Mass. Mm-hmm. And so the thing that attracts me most right now is helping people fall more in love with the Mass, kind of in any way, like it, whether it's through a sermon that helps people understand the Mass. Really, a lot of the time I think about like catechesis. Um, okay. Uh, just like, you know. About the Mass? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I think that, well, catechesis in general mm-hmm. I'm excited about, but uh, but yet yeah, definitely the Mass of just so that people aren't just like showing, to mass, showing up to Mass on Sunday and being like, okay, here I am, but being like, whoa, we have the entire Old Testament pointing to this. We have, this is, you know, relationship with Jesus like never before, mm-hmm. except for last time I went to Mass. Um, uh, so I, that very much excites me. The it's, idea of... Being able to lead people, people deeper, gosh, talking, lead people deeper into the mystery, (laughs) into the mystery of the mass. Is is that answer inspired by a reinvigoration in your? I feel like it is, but also, but really, kind of just from like the beginning of this year during uh, spirituality week, just entering into the the depths of uh, like the Old Testament priesthood. And mm, sacrifice, yeah. it's just so awesome. And I, I want people to know that. And I want people to not just go to Mass because they, you know, you're supposed to go to Mass on Sunday, but because they're enthralled by the Mass. Yeah. And, I, like, I still have a lot of work to get there. I definitely I, Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of days <laughs> yeah. where I'm, like, half asleep in Mass. I'm like, what the heck is going on here? He's wearing a dress. What's happening? <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, uh, I, that just very much excites me. Solid answer. Yeah. I dig it. Thank you. Army, you had a good one, too. All right. Let's get up into the real business of what we're talking about tonight. But as always, we will start with a prayer. Uh, and I'm just going to uh, commit this riff night. It? I'm going to riff it. <laughs> Pray for us. No, uh, I'm just going to commit this night to Our Lady with a very, you know, general but incredible prayer of the Hail Mary. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. The Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. All righty. So what do we have this week? Yeah, it's, uh, I think it's a pretty good one. We'll see. <laughs> Jill- <laughs> we will all see. We will definitely <laughs> we will see. If it fails, you guys good. are still going to hear it. So. Uh, enjoy. <laughs> so, Joseph. Where slash what do you call home? And is it more than one place? You're allowed more than one if you want. Or is it just one? But that's kind of an add-on to the question. Before I answer the question, why am I allowed multiple places? 
Oh, uh, because can home be multiple places? That's a, we or can we talk. We'll talk about that we'll later, later because okay. I just think that like is it to you. You're you're feeling without wondering too deeply about this. Mm. I know that's hard for you. I uh, can you. <laughs> What do you feel like? What comes to your to your mind as home? Is it one place or is it multiple places? Oh, that's such a complicated question. It really is. Um, yes, home is obviously Auburn, Alabama. Okay, the great, great, wonderful city that is Auburn. Wow. Um, yes, it has changed over the years. Really? I remember my first. I think it was spring of my first year here. We were coming back from ministry and I was in the car and I like let slip. Oh, we're, we're, we're home, you know? Mm, <laughs> and, yeah. uh, uh, cause essentially like if, if we're being kind of where I'm spending my time, if that's how we're classifying home, which I don't think is necessarily <laughs> the way to classify it. Oh, we'll get to that later. Well, yeah, we'll get <laughs> um, this is definitely the place that I have the most constancy um, and where I like, where I have my own space, where I have like people that I love, where I'm built up, you know, like I definitely consider St. Meinrad to be home. Um, and then in a general sense, just the state of Alabama really? since, since being gone, like really feeling at home in my diocese has been a, um, yeah, just being in Indiana and then moving back down. To, to Alabama after having been in seminary. Like, the, the classic cliche of absence makes the heart grow fond. Yeah, very true. Um, yeah, Alabama has significantly just grown in my heart. Nice. So, All right. To back it up, just a little, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I like long answers. But to back it up a little bit, you said Auburn, Alabama. Do you mean, like, the whole city? Like, do you feel at home in the whole city, or is it, like, your house, your street, your um, whatever in Auburn? I would say it's most of the city. I mean, at least the city that I like grew up in. It's changed a lot since I've since I've left. But like, yeah. I spent I've spent my entire life in that city. You yeah. Know? So, it's it's all kind of home to me. Really? So it is like the yeah. whole city. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, I go back and I feel proud for my city. Nice. So, yeah. Like that. Uh, I don't know if I feel proud for my city, really. I feel hurt sometimes for it, too. Yeah. Uh, that's good. It's wow, that's a very priestly yeah, thing. Yeah. I like that. Um, and then, so backing up again to St. Minred. So you said, like, this is where you spend your time, blah, blah, blah. Do you feel, like, really, if you just had to ask yourself, do you feel at home here? See, this isn't fair because you said I'm not really allowed to wonder. Okay, well, well, so, we can get into the wonder now, I guess, because uh, I, I, I wonder about that, because I, I have feelings towards my No, I don't. Uh, okay. But I don't, if, if we're being really serious, I don't really feel at home anywhere. Hmm. So, which I imagine we'll get to later. Wow, well, let's start getting into it then, I guess. Wow. Um, um, I will say, I'm going to, so just to give my own thoughts. Yes, I would love to hear what. Um, there's... Only three places that have ever really felt like home to me. I'm I'm very much a feeling person, you know, uh, yeah. and, and so the, there's only three places that ever have ever really felt deep down in my heart like home to me. Above all else, absolutely, my home back in Vermont, thirty five eighty four, 
Uh, maybe I should say our address yeah, in real life. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thirty-five eighty-four. You know. Yeah, good you luck. can't it's figure Vermont. it out. It's yeah, a, there's a lot of Vermont. Actually, there's uh, <laughs> we're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I'm not too worried about it. But um, so being back home at Vermont on the farm really mm-hmm. is for me. So like, there's a lot of kind of extensions to that. The woods where I hunt, which are on our property our home in a lot of ways, the roads right around our home. But like for me, it's definitely not like a large area. It is very okay. much, it's our dairy farm and our house, our barn and the fields right around it. Yeah. Like I feel like I could look at my entire home in one glance. Okay. Um, and then the other two places, I don't think I, I wouldn't call them home still. That's, that's one of the big differences uh, is, that they're they're not still home for me, but they definitely were home for me, and they felt like it. Where uh, the Catholic Center at the University of Vermont, which I fell in love with Jesus at, and fell in love with really the Mass and the sacraments. Uh, I had had a faith, but like that's where it blossomed, and that not just the chapel. We had like a whole hangout area, and I have made some of the best relationships in my life there. Uh, it, like just friendships that I know are gonna last mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that place, when I was at college, it felt like home. I remember leaving when I was graduating. I remember like my last time being there as a student and just genuflecting and feeling my my knee hit the tile floor. And it was like that was my goodbye mm. to home of like, this is it. I've loved you and I've needed you. And goodbye. Um, so that was definitely home. And it's yeah. still, I still love it there. I mean, it's still a great place, but it's not home anymore. Um, uh, and then Rwanda in Africa, really? actually. Yeah. yeah. Which surprises me a lot. I spent... Uh, a month, what? Yeah, yeah, it was a month in, in Rwanda. And I loved it so much. And I think one of the reasons I loved it so much is like I felt at home there. I felt so much peace there. I felt like myself there. Um, but, and again, I don't feel necessarily that anymore. I very much, a part of my heart I still think is in Rwanda, uh, but it's not necessarily home to me anymore. So those are, those are my homes. It's right now it's, it's Vermont. It's the dairy farm. Uh, and I love Vermont, but like all of Vermont is not my home. I'm comfortable with it. I love it, but I would not call it my home. Like you said about Auburn, I would not feel that about where I, the city I live in. Vermont. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love it, and it's mm-hmm. very comfortable, but it's not. Mm-hmm. So, getting into then, uh, what makes home? What is home? First of all, actually, let me let me get a little bit more specific. Yes, is home always a physical place? No, I don't. I don't think so. Um, yeah, because I. One of my favorite memories uh, is uh, Michael, provided you ever listen to this podcast. Uh, Michael and Sarah and Jenna, myself, and I believe it was Kat, um, were up in Washington, D.C. at one time. We were all visiting, and we went to a coffee shop one afternoon. And we sat in the coffee shop for like two hours and we all had our own books and we didn't talk and we just like sat there and read together, enjoying each other's company, um, but not having to talk. And that 
place that I, I don't think I've ever been back to uh, felt like home to me. Hmm. But just for that instant. Why? it was gone. What made that home? <laughs> um, I think just because I felt so loved. Uh, right? Um, like I felt so myself. I felt so accepted and loved by the people that I was with. And I felt encouraged to be more myself, right? So I think all of those kind of facilitated this feeling, I guess, of home. Mm. Um, Yeah, and then when I think about, like, home in Auburn, like, Auburn's changed a lot since I've left. And I I think about, like, my my childhood home. Um, Like... Like, that house is always home. But if my parents weren't in the house, if my siblings weren't at the house, if someone else was living there, I don't, I don't know if I'd be able to call it home, you know? Like, it yeah. would have been a... It, it was home at one point, but... So it's... I, yeah, I don't think it's limited to a place by any means. Um, so there are two... Contrary examples, yeah. I guess, but no. See, I, I mean, I agree with you. Just thinking about like if I went home and my parents and my family weren't there and it wasn't our farm. In one sense, it would very much still be home, and I think that's just because of the past that I've had there. Like it is, even if someone was living there, tilling the land, you know, they changed everything. Yeah, well, me maybe not if they changed everything, but you know, if it was still. Like, you know, we had the same looking house house and the same looking kind of barn, barn. which actually the barn just fell down and they're putting up a new one right now. So it's going to be different when I go home, but it's still going to be like, that's our farm. But I think that it's a part of me. It's a, um, I am not only the present, but I have a past. And that home is a humongous part of that past. And that can never, ever go away. So I think in a sense... In one sense, that it will always, always be home. But at the same time, like if that happened, if I went home and every everyone that I loved there was not there, and it was it was changed, I wouldn't feel comfortable with it still being home. Yeah, I, I think you're right that like this, this was home, and in a very real sense, still is home to a part of me that kind of is in the past that I can never let go and that I don't want to let go. Um, But now home would probably be where, uh, you know, I think this is going to become more real for me at least when, when it's like my parents live somewhere, my, my, my little brother lives somewhere, my little sister somewhere, Mm -hmm. my older siblings already all live kind of all over the place. But, like, when it's not just always going to be family there, if, like, my parents have a house somewhere, like, is that really going to be home if they get a new house? I don't know. I will feel at home because of them. But I think home very much encompasses a, a physical place, too. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's divorced from place by any means. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's divorced. But I don't think a place in particular makes a home just by being the place. Yeah. yeah. So like, there's lots of nice parks in Auburn, but I wouldn't like. Yeah. I wouldn't just say that's a nice park. That's home. You know. <laughs> <laughs> if you're homeless, you might. Well. 
It's you're homeless. <laughs> so, that <laughs> you, you, you have a solid point. Like. A solid point <laughs> there. Oh, God, played myself like a fiddle. Oh God. Okay, so then that kind of begs the question. Then, like what what you asked earlier, can you have multiple places that are home? Yeah, I guess I'm like I'm torn because in a in a real sense, like. I don't I I don't really feel like I have a home right now. Hmm. Um so I know I said like Auburn's home and St. Meinrad's home, but they're home while I'm there, right? Like hmm. there the, there isn't really a place outside of like I said the diocese, I guess in a general sense. Um that I'm like, yep, that's that's it. That's home. That's really? the place. Really? Um Yeah, because I guess there's not like I guess there's not like that. I I want that uh, finality of like a place where I know I don't have to leave. You know, the hmm. I don't have to like it's always there. It's that's like that's what I want, you yeah. know, in a home is is this place that like I'm always going to be kind of coming back to that I'm always going to be kind of circling back to, I guess. And there's there's many times where I don't feel like I have that. Now, to, I guess, contradict myself. Yeah. In the past four years of my life, I've realized, in a real sense, and this is going to sound way more pious than I actually am, I promise. Um, <laughs> You're pretty pious. But in a real sense, I've found um, the church, particularly the Mass and the Eucharist, to be home. Mm. Um, so like when I moved to Georgia to do Focus... Like, the move wasn't bad because there was an aspect of it that was constant. And that was the mass, yeah. right? And when I went to Tanzania for a month, that was the longest I've ever been away from the family or talking to people or, like, that's the longest I've ever been away. Yeah, because you can't have a phone there. And the yeah. constancy was the mass. What mm. made that, like, the rock, what made me a sane person was the mass, the constancy that was there. Mm. And so like I could I could walk into the chapel in the middle of uh at absolutely nowhere Tanzania and feel at home. Now is that because of familiarity? Maybe to some degree, but like Yeah, the, well that yeah. one thing you, you said a lot of was constancy. Yeah. Yeah, I think that definitely has an aspect of it. But like so, like, for me, you said you don't feel, like, really like you have a home right now. Yeah, because I keep, like, I keep having to leave. You know, like, St. Meinrad is where I spend the most of my time. Um, and I love it here. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, like, I, I leave in December, and I'm expected to be gone for a month, and then I'll be back. And then I leave in the summer, and I'm expected to be gone all summer. And Yeah. Uh, so, so home has a sense of time to it then for you too. The amount, the more time you spend somewhere, the more it becomes home. I don't think that's necessarily the case, but it's what I desire in a home. Yes. Ah, uh, okay. I see. So, okay. It's what you desire in a home. Cause what, like that kind of, that blows my mind, honestly, to like you said, you feel like you don't really have a home right now. Uh, my heart breaks every day for home. Because yeah. I have, 
I very much have a home that is unchanging and is steady, and I want to go back to the dairy farm in Vermont. What do you mean by unchanging, though? Like, no matter how much time, if I were to spend all six years of my time in seminary at St. Meinrad mm-hmm. without ever leaving to become a monk, my home, as far as I can tell from you know how I feel right now, my home will still be the dairy home in Vermont. Mm. And no matter how much the Catholic Center felt like home and Rwanda felt like home, my home will always be the dairy farm in Vermont. Why? Well, I mean, that's really the question. What is what is home? And for me, there's just this when I think of home, there's no fear at home. And not in the sense that like I'm not scared of things, you know, but like and you know, there's a lot of my family's not perfect. We have we definitely have issues and uh, you know like relationships that still have to think about. But like, I know when I go home, I will be loved for who I am. And and you know I can go home and I will know the people there. I won't have to worry about getting to know them more. You know, like my little brother's going to be there and I will know him. And we already have a relationship that is already, you know, like we don't have to like work on it and like, oh, let me figure out the dynamics of this. Like me and my, I'm a talker and me and my brother spend a lot of time not talking. Mm-hmm. There's not really anybody else I do that with in the world. And like my parents, though, I love talking to my parents and, you know, I could spend unlimited time talking to them and like my little sister and my, my older sister. And it, like it's just... It's a place where I feel known and loved, and I feel that I can know and love. Uh, and maybe it's not true, but I feel as if it's without in, anything in the way, anything stopping that knowing and loving. So let me ask you a, maybe this will clarify a bit. Okay. Um, since you have a particular place much. that is so home and, yeah, do you think it would be possible for you to call another place home in the same way that you call the dairy farm home? What would have to happen for that to, to be the case? Oh, gosh. I think it is possible. Oh, maybe it's not. I don't know. Because <laughs> um, I feel like that's the clarifying question. See, okay, yeah, you're right. I... I'm going to go with, right now, I feel like, yes, okay, maybe it's possible. But in my, in my heart, I feel like it's not. Because I feel like I am who I am on that dairy farm in Vermont. Uh, like, everything that happens there is me. And, you know, it's not that I, like, do everything and it's all about me. But, like, everything that my brother does is a part of me there. Like, when we're out shoveling manure out of the stalls like that's so much a part of me and dairy farming especially it's just so much it's a whole life thing it's it's a lifestyle but it's more than just like a lifestyle it becomes a part of who you are I will never not be a farmer and I'm not even very good at farming but like because of being raised on a farm and feeling the love that I felt there so I don't have to like reject it I will never not be a farmer because it's a part of who I am. And so when I'm there, 
I feel like I am more fully who I am. I love it here. Like you said, Monrad is a wonderful place. I love the people here. I love formation. A lot of times I love class even, you know. Um, But I am not as much me here as I am back home. And I feel like it's not that I'm like holding something back. It's that there's a something that's kind of been taken away. Of like this is where I, I thrive and I can find new ways to thrive. But this is a core foundation of who I am. So in my mind, I know that if you know my my family was to move to uh, like Arizona, I would be able to call that home. But I cannot right now feel that, that that's a possibility. Because my heart is, uh, you know, it's a cliche, but home is where the heart is. My home is, uh, my heart is on the dairy farm in Vermont. Yeah. And that's just etched into it in a way that I cannot see not being permanent. Uh, yeah. So, I guess as a, as a follow to my follow-up. I like those. Um does that mean you are less yourself when you're not at home then? Yeah. I, I like, I don't want to say that. I want to be able to say like, yes, I am fully myself. And in a sense, I feel like, okay, um, no. Uh, in a sense, I feel like <laughs> no in the way that a, you can fill up a glass to be full and it is full. So like, you know, when I'm other places, the glass isn't as big. I'm still fully myself, but I'm not as fully myself as I could be at home because there's not as much for me to So then why leave home? (laughs) That's that's a good question. Well, what am I doing here? Yeah, Um, Yeah, why are you here, Elon? um, That's really what this is. This is an intervention. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, like, I, I ask myself that all the time. You know, like, we're in seminary. We're planning on being celibate, not getting married to a woman. And that's the big thing of, like, you know, that was the big thing. Coming into seminary, like, wow, can I not be married? Can I not do this? Since I've been in seminary, the question has more been, can I not be at home than can I... You know, live life without marriage. Well, I, think I don't worry about marriage anymore. I'm all right with that. I'm satisfied with my relationship with Christ in that sense. I think the way you're phrasing the question, though, is can my glass be as big and still be full? Because it sounds like you're saying no. Yeah, I, and that's what I feel. Maybe that's not the truth, but like... Because I don't think that's the truth, Eli. What do you think? Tell me what you think. Tell me your thoughts on what home is, then. Well... Uh, there's a piece of scripture in Hebrews that... Can't read Hebrew? I uh, know, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> in Hebrews, the letter to the Hebrews, yes. Paul's hmm. letter to the Hebrews, where he's, he's talking about Abraham and how Abraham is in this, like, promised land, but he still lives in a tent. Um, yeah. That he's in, basically, the, the perfected land, but he's still in a temporary lodging. Hmm. Right? Like, that the... There's nothing on earth that, in a spiritual sense, there's nothing on earth that we can call home um, and be truly satisfied with. And so if we're in a place, at least my interpretation is, if we're in a place where home is so central to who we are that we can't call something else home, that we can't long for something else to be home, 
then we have we're we're selling ourselves short. You're right because so. there's definitely I love being home and I don't ever get bored at home. I'll be honest. But so, yeah, we come back from Christmas break and some people are like, "Oh, I'm so ready to be back." Yeah, I always have I, to tear. That's me. See, I have to tear myself away from home. It breaks my heart every time. But I do agree that like there's times when I'm at home, Vermont, on the farm, and it's still not enough, and I know it. And I I have thought this before, and. I'll be honest, it, it kind of saddens me. And, and when I think about it more, I am happy I mean, I about it. I think it should kind of sadden you. Yeah, like I just, I'm like, this is, this is most of the time what I want most in the world. And it's still not enough. Yep. But then that is good because it leads me to, well, then what is enough? But I think that for me, like heaven is going to, and I, I mean, it's not just for me. This is the, the truth. Heaven is going to encompass all that is good of home. You know, that will be there because anything that is good at home, the love that I feel, the comfort I feel, the limitlessness that I feel of my being myself is really just a taste of God. Yeah. Uh, so I think you're right, and I think that's a really good point. I'm like, okay, we're, we're selling ourselves short if I'm saying I can be full at home, uh, which is hard for me to admit because I want it to be, I want it to be that that place where I can be completely full, but it will always fall short because it's not heaven. Yeah, I find, so speaking, I guess, of my definition of home, particularly in constancy and that like, yeah, I guess specifically in constancy, um, like the priest is outside outside of like being in one diocese. Yeah. Like, you can be moved all around in there. Oh gosh! And, so, and if you're you're going to. It's not just like you can. Yeah, you're, you're gonna be moved, moved all around. There. You're gonna have so many different places that you live, domiciles. And so my my prayer, my struggle, I guess, is the how do I like how do I call each of those places that I am placed, that I'm given, that I'm entrusted, home, and allow those to be home. Um, yeah, that is the struggle because that's like, that's the life of the priest is yeah. that, that that place is not in the heavenly sense is supposed to be home, but in the earthly sense, supposed to be a home. Um, yeah. you're supposed to make it a home. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'll be honest, that. Yes, 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 yes. I agree with everything you said. And when I'm home, we were talking earlier about what excites us most about the priesthood. When I'm home, the thing that excites me most about the priesthood, really the only thing that allows me to leave home, is the fact that I know as a priest I'm going to be doing whatever I can to bring what I have at home to a parish and more, to, to allow people to feel like that parish is home, that when they come to Mass, they are coming home, which is the reality. You know, like they're coming to, to the heavenly feast where they're supposed to be in constancy and in love for all of eternity. And that's the only thing that pulls me away is knowing like there's people who don't have home like I have it, mm, yeah. and I want to bring it to them. And in a sense, that means I have to, to give up my home. Why do I leave? Because I know that what I have, I have to give. And to give something, I have to in a sense, give it away. I'll always have home, 
but I'm never going to live at home like I did when I was in high school. And I'm going to be all over the place. And so I feel like kind of answer the easy answer to the priest question of how do you make it feel home? Home is where the heart is. If you put your heart completely in the hands of God and he gives it to the people of God that you've been entrusted to or that haven't been entrusted to you also, then it must feel like home. Well, I was, I guess, almost wondering if, if home is where the heart is, is the heart not here physically, right? Like, yeah, I mean, I don't, me. I don't want to totally, I don't know. I think a, a bad read of this would say Joseph does not think his family is home. No, that's true. <laughs> no but I think you're right. And that's not the, not the case at I think, all. But I think you're right. And I mean, I've seen it as something I kind of have to, to grow in of like this attachment I have to home. I'm like, wow, I need to be able to to live fully everywhere else. You know? So I think you're right. Like per, in a perfect life, you would be able to be home everywhere because you have, you have everything that home has for you. If you know the love of God, mm. yeah. um, it's not easy. Not at all. No, not at all. Oh gosh. I don't know. I feel like we, we barely scratched the surface surface on home. Yeah, I don't feel like we really got anywhere. <laughs> other, than, other than I now have like 5,000 more questions. Yeah, I've, uh, this is definitely a wonder uh, and a wonder. Uh, yeah, I, I love home. I, home is one of the things I love most, and I, all of a sudden I feel like I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely, I think I, I, can, I hope you can agree that like uh, home should be God. Yeah. And that, therefore, you should be able to find home anywhere. The fullness of home. More than back in Auburn, Alabama. Uh, you should be able to find God here and, therefore, find home more there. I, part of me doesn't want that to be true, but I think yeah. that's the truth. It, yeah. I don't... I'm going to have to mull on this. There's that's a lot of mulling. Wonders. I'm going to have to crockpot it. Definitely. Stick it in the crockpot. Because I gotta, I gotta think Slow about. It. I've been this thinking about there. this one for a long time, and I, I've honestly moved a lot away from. Because I felt a, a, for a long time, um, like you, in terms of, like home is Auburn. There is no yep. other place. Um, but I think having left has really challenged that that idea. Um, Gosh. Yeah. Do you have Ooh. a Do you have a a question for us to kind of bring into the week? Oh, I'm uh, to bring the into the week. There it is. Um, what can I keep mulling on? What can you keep mulling on? I mean, uh, kind of in general. All of like, it, obviously. What is home? But I think really just thinking about the places that are home to you right now, that you feel at home at, and how do you make the places where you are now, you know, maybe it's not home. For us, it's not home. Even if it is, you know, you're, you're with your family or whatever, how do you make it more home? How do we, as seminarians at St. Meinrad, really make this home? How do you, like, in whatever you're doing, holy listener, make everywhere home? Uh, and I, I don't mean just like, oh, God. No, but, like, how do you really do that? There, there's there's got to be a practical sense to it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's uh, I think that's what I've got. Think about it. Ponder it. Wander upon it. 
I don't expect a quick answer. I haven't gotten one yet. So. I sure <laughs> haven't. Golly, I'm more confused now than I was when I started, which is good. That's a successful wonder. That is a yeah. successful wonder. Living in the tension. All righty. Well, folks, it has been a pleasure, and uh, may all of your wanders be blessed. God bless.